The following podcast is being brought to you by the Defy Life Podcast Network. Today on the DJ Blaze radio show podcast, we'll be discussing voting results, what the fuck is nigger fishing, Michelle Williams, and Brandon Scammer of the Week. We'll also get into our segments, what the fuck were you thinking, what fucking year is this, and our unpopular opinions. Let's start the show. Let's get it started in here. Gossip, music, news, entertainment, and heated discussions. The, the, the DJ Blaze Radio Show starts now. now, now. Shout out to my girl, uh, underscore Black Reek, and she hit me up like, yo, what's going on? What's popping? Like, where the show at? So, uh... <clears throat> my bad. That was my fault, y'all. I, I wasn't going to say nobody. I wasn't going to say nobody. <laughs> no, um, I'm going to own up because when we be late because of you, you be owning up to your shit. I'm going to own up to my shit. Yeah, well, <laughs> you was drunk, drinking wine in Austin, Texas <laughs> with the liberal white people, so... It was a lot of cockade. Yeah, me and my friend were the only black people on that on that wine tour. But um, she is very used to that because she has like her wine certification, so she does those all the time. And she is almost always the only black person or one of two. I still have fun. You know, in the, in that statement about your friend or whatever that you said that you know about being the only black person. Mm-hmm. And to see a white, you know, you hardly ever hear about white people only being the only white person in a sea of niggas, unless they go to like a HBCU basketball game or something. You, I, I agree because um, it's so funny that you say that. My other little boo that I don't, I don't really be sharing with the show, Tika something. I, I have a real complex about her sometimes just because i just love looking at her she's so chocolate and fine and i just you know she her husband or fiance whatever he is is caucasian and she did a wendy williams interview at one point and she was saying how they met on the set of having have nots and they just kind of went out and he was at he went to a club with her or something and it was a predominantly black club he was literally like the only white person in there and she got a white husband 
Huh? She got a white husband? Mm-hmm. Mm. <sighs> Moving right yeah, along. Yeah, that's why I be so, com- I be complex. I be looking at her like, damn. And I was like, why you got to do that? Anyway, she was saying how he was the only black person that night. And he was so comfortable and he didn't care what anybody thought. And it just made her love him more. And I was listening to the interview and I was like, I don't think I've ever heard that only white person in the room. Like, I've never heard that before. Yeah, unless they like at a, you know, they like to eat Indian food and Mexican and mm-hmm. shit. So probably at yeah. a restaurant. Yeah. But, that, <clears throat> well, we don't have no emails and no reviews. And we late. And it's late. So <laughs> well, I, I ain't going to holler about not having none since we late. We'll jump right into our first story. Um, and and you talking about Tika something that kind of made me, reminded me of this story with uh, Michelle Williams. You hear what's been going on uh, with her? I'm real sick of Michelle. I'm real sick of her. Well, I'm not sick of Michelle. I'm more sick of her uh, husband. Her fiance. Yeah, her fiance. I'm sorry. And, and her, uh, they have a show together on the OWN network. Um, I wish they didn't do that. What? I never, ever. I, let me tell you something. I feel like reality TV is supposed to be trash, period. It's supposed to be a certain level of exploitation. It, it's mm, nah, trashy. That. That's how it goes. Whatever. That's Run's my house, opinion. Run's house wasn't like that. Ron's house wasn't, um, but also that was more like family TV versus reality TV. It was was like a the Cosby's without a a script, and we didn't call the Cosby's reality TV or a different world. Mm. Okay, go ahead. I'll let you finish your thought, and then I go ahead. Go ahead. Um, because now I forgot where I was going with. Oh yeah, but I don't really like for couples to do that, just because I feel like. It, it always, it just shows them in a different light. And in order to keep people interested, there's a certain level of exaggeration or what have you that has to be done for the show, for ratings. And I just feel like she, especially since she just recently was in a hospital or went to treatment for depression and knowing how mean the internet can be. And I don't care how strong of a black woman she claims to be mentally and not just because of her depression she still comes off as a very fragile individual and i just feel like she needed to keep her shit 110 percent private if y'all having a race conversation if he asking you did he take you take your medicine y'all need to do all that in private not on own not even on own with oprah well i mean the thing i mean the thing i just i don't agree with you about is the um reality tv all being salacious and all being negative and all kind of stuff like that just like i said run's house like ti show um okay so it ain't all negative but also ti i mean the and friends part make it no i'm talking about negative and salacious but ti just been out of line his damn stuff but you you talking about outside of the show i'm talking about the show itself like if somebody just watched the show the ti's family hustle or whatever show because i don't know i don't know about the other show but the T.I.'s Family Hustle show, you would just see him interacting with his family. They having, you know, little wild family things, just like Run's House. Yeah, I've watched two episodes. Um, just, I mean, I'm sure some other reality shows that are family-oriented, it's not all loving basketball, I mean, loving hip-hop, and it's not all, uh, what's that tattoo show, um, Black Ink Crew, 
You know what I'm saying? Okay, they, they, so yeah, they all I see like your, that. You I know see your saying? point. So I feel like this show probably is, you know what I'm saying, wanted to be like, you know, just a show that's showing two people that are religious or whatever and, you know, showing them in their relationship as they build a relationship, you know what I'm saying? So, um, I so- guess I still wish she hadn't done it, but I definitely see your point. And I guess I said <laughs> it that way because the reality television together, that combination in a sentence has a negative connotation behind it, period. But you did bring some good shows even, to, even um, to your point. So even like, I can agree because uh, I love Run's House. So I can agree. Even like Love and Hip Hop. It didn't start off like how it is, you know what I'm saying? It started out with just they wanted it to be a show about uh Chrissy and Jimmy. You know what I'm saying? Right. They, you know what I'm and saying? Then with their this shit done went but, way left. But yeah, well, he didn't want he didn't want a, a reality show, you know what I'm saying? Cuz he felt like, you know, it, it made him look like he wasn't popping or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So he really didn't want it. And then eventually they got their own show anyway. You know what I'm they saying? They did. So <clears throat> um but yeah, uh, it's a clip here. I'm gonna play this clip and see if this is the um, thing that you know brought the controversy to to that show. And, that, and this show is like, I think it's like on the second or third episode or whatever. Um, but yeah, you referred to the, the race thing being brought up or whatever. Let, I'm, I'm gonna see if this is it when I play this. I hope this is an ad. How have you all been communicating? Oh this yeah, this week? is it. Communication this week has been good until last night. We had a disagreement. I said something to him on the lines of, well, Chad, because you are not black, you would not understand why I communicate the way I do. Maybe because you didn't grow up around a lot of black people. And so that was very, very offensive to Chad. He talked about a moment of how I said, it's because I'm black and you're white and you don't know how black people talk. So he didn't so like that. So this is going to be an important thing for us to talk about the issue. And for y'all, like you know, she they're talking with, I guess it's a therapist or whatever, and the therapist is therapying them. Okay, anyway. Do a race, <laughs> yeah, right? and figuring out what's race and what's individual. That's right? true. Yeah. Okay. So, Chad, tell me what your honest thoughts are. To me, it doesn't matter if you're black, white, green, yellow. It doesn't matter if you know that. The other person was like, I didn't like the way you said that. Then seek to find some understanding as to why that person didn't like what you said. You know, and let's keep that the issue, not pulling all these other things, because then it feels like you're just trying to cut, you know, and then it feels like you're just trying to push further away. But and, and this is not to justify, but yesterday when we had the disagreement, he says, did you take your meds today? Now that. But wait, wait, that was Dr. Tama. All right, Chad, that's enough of you. Uh, so, yeah, what are your thoughts about that uh, video? I just feel like Michelle, no. She knows that she's marrying a Caucasian man. <clears throat> Period. She already knows there are going to be certain mannerisms, maybe certain things she says, certain things she does certain conversations she may or may not want to have he is just not going to relate that is something that if she is really hell-bent on being with this caucasian man she's gonna have to move the fuck around that and she is unfortunately gonna have to stop bringing up race because yeah it ain't it ain't the elephant in the room bitch you know like you know that's just like you get with him and you know he a pastor and then all of a sudden you got something to say 
disagreeing or dis or putting down the church or his ministry all the time. Well, you knew he was a pastor before you start fucking with him. You knew he was Caucasian before you start fucking with him. You gotta leave that alone. You know, you know what kind of stood out to me though. Um I cause I've heard I heard this before, like listening to a couple other podcasts, but to listen to it again, is the the way she put it was like I feel like she probably did say some shit to him kinda in a in a little tone or whatever. And I hate when people do this like they say, well, you know black people this or black people that. You know black people loud or you know black people yeah. this or that. Yeah. I feel like she was using the black women are sassy and he should just deal with it because that's just how black women talk. When all black women don't talk and roll their neck and all kind of shit like that when they're having a disagreement or argument. And I think that's she tried true. to use that against him to be like, well, this is something that you just got to get used to as opposed to not talking in a um in a crazy way kind of reminds me of uh the shit a couple of weeks ago with uh Will Smith and Jada on that show and he I think she must be cursed at him or something and he mm-hmm. pulled her, he pulled her people. to the side mm-hmm. I want to say it was in front of their, one of their kids or something and, and it he, wasn't he said it was at like a group of table when he was when she was like Will shut the fuck up or something oh, like okay, that okay okay and mm-hmm. he pulled her to the side was like yo if we got an argument or whatever you know what I'm saying. We're not going to curse or whatever. So they didn't curse at each other, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But you know what I'm saying? Seems to me like it was that type of situation where she handles herself a certain way in certain instances or whatever. He's not used to that. And instead of her taking accountability and trying to, like, you know, see where he's coming from and try to change, you know what I'm saying? She just put it on all black women. You got, You ain't... Grew up around black people. This is how black people talk when they ain't that ain't really the case. You know what I'm saying? So I agree. I agree because I am real extra. Expect like if I'm having a little bit to drink or if I just want to, even on the show sometimes I feel real extra. I can be if I'm entertaining or if I feel like it. But majority of the time, if when I'm at work or if whenever Brittany and I are having a, a very serious conversation, mm-hmm. we don't we don't curse at each other. I don't roll my eyes. I am very aware of my body language and I'm not extra. I'm ju- I'm just not. It's a time and a place for everything. Mm-hmm. And also I just feel like I feel like it's something in her at this point where I feel like she's trying to prove a point of sorts. Mm-hmm. And so if she is being like what you said, and I do, I do think that's how it was leading on, and it caught him off guard, and now under all of a sudden he don't understand. He just don't understand because you ain't been acting like how you're acting, so you don't get to disregard him and say, "Oh, this is you know you wouldn't understand," oh. and don't discredit him. I mean, yes, he's Caucasian, and it is likely that he may not. But then also, don't discredit him because you might not be the first black woman he's ever dated. Mm-hmm. So he might know. Okay, he he sound, might know one or two things. He sounds like he uh been down with the swear for a while, but mm-hmm. I don't want to take him off the hook because that little line about did you take your yes. meds? Now you know what that I'm you don't get Chad, Chad. Now. You know you a pastor, pastor. You know you was dead wrong for that shit. He now that. Burnt my biscuits more Ooh. than what she said. You been down like, there, you really you oh you Texas Texas huh? <laughs> Burnt my damn somebody, biscuits. Somebody said that when I was down there this weekend. I was like, okay, we should burn up ass biscuits. Whatever. Anyway, that that 
Mm-mm. But he was hold being on, extra low down I, dirty I lo- facetious. We, we lost you after you said that. You went out a little bit. Oh, I was saying uh, Michelle was being facetious when she made her comment, but he was being like extra low down facetious. And one thing I don't believe in, especially in a relationship, is tit for tat. Mm-hmm. We ain't doing that. Don't. I'm not gonna hit you with no low blow. And in the event you hit me with a low blow, I'm not gonna go lower. And I just felt like that was him going lower. And it was, I just that it was just so like passive aggressive and just disgusting because I don't like that shit. Don't don't ask me about my motherfucking medicine, especially if you ain't asked about it prior to me getting sassy with you and making the statement that I made because you know you're trying to be funny and mm-hmm. ain't shit funny. That's now, low down. One thing That's about one thing about white people, and I'm gonna generalize just like she generalized black people. White people, they know how to say little slick shit in very calm mm-hmm. tones. Mm-hmm. Shit that, you know, that'll get into your skin. And that was what he did. You know, white people say, you know, a, a white woman to say something, your mother breath stinks. Mm-hmm. Real, real low to her husband. And that motherfucker go plum fool. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, they, uh, a lot of people have been talking about, um, you know, their little thing. And I did say, well, yeah, it's something here. It says that they, their engagement is off. I don't know how true it is. I don't know the validity of this uh, website. Uh, yeah. Emetto, Emetto's blog. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how true this is. I haven't seen anything else other than this blog post um, that their engagement is off. But, um. Yeah, and then then the pastor like they they were saying like his family might you know I I don't, I don't know if he's I think he's a Trump supporter and his family is like real conservative I think they're from like Tennessee or some shit so um, I wonder why her and Tamara want to do this to themselves. What do you mean? Listen, you got Beyonce, all right. Then you in the group with Kelly, who is the chocolate goddess. Let me tell you something about Kelly. <clears throat> I was I posted on Facebook a while back. I was I was a clip of me when I was at a concert with her, Ti and J Cole, and I feel like that was the first night I had ever really seen Kelly. And she had my libido doing a little bit of work. I didn't really understand at the concert, but go that ahead. was your first time having feelings for a woman. That no, Nia Long was my first time way way back when. I was just saying that was my first time really noticing Kelly. Like oh yeah, okay, so- chocolate sweet, silky <clears throat> nice and. She had on these jeans and she was doing all this ringing up and my libido was like, oh, hey, Kelly, I did my first time really noticing you, but hey, how you doing? Tight. And then, you know, Michelle all in the church, so I guess she feel like she had to find her church, nigga. And I ain't too many church niggas. Um, <laughs> Shut up, uh, Brandon. <laughs> you see, did you see video? It's this nigga um, that, that I see his videos on Facebook and shit. His last name is it's something Holmes. And he like he looked like the nigga off of Empire, um, the son that be rapping, not the gay son, but the other son that be rapping. Hakeem. Yeah, he looked like him, and he he like one of them preachers that posted like, you know how them preachers are fling their coat and niggas are fall out and all kind of shit and be <laughs> flopping around on the damn floor. He looked like one of them niggas, but he got Lord. colored contacts and he got like a a, a perm, not a perm, but like a curly kid on top of his head and all kind of shit. Uh, but yeah, this is supposed to be like this new age, new school youth 
pastor or something or yeah yeah age on them yeah but he he like he ain't doing like that you know them big ass churches where like they like in an auditorium he ain't one of them type of niggas he like one to run around and supposed to be healing people and shit but this nigga is a scam like everybody that like friends with him are, are like in his church or whatever like all of these young women that's they i mean them girls do be looking sexy i know he fucking them um <laughs> <laughs> but they changed in their last names on Facebook to his last name. I, I wish I knew that. And if anybody listening know of this nigga, y'all right. Please send it to yeah. me. Yeah, but um, if I find a video, I, I'll tag you on a video or something. But um, yeah, he this reminded me of him um, because he a pastor, just because they pastors, or whatever. Um, and since we talking about church and uh pastors and everything. I'm gonna get into my y'all know I love a good scam. And, and and some of the biggest scammers are people that prey on the weak minded. And you know, some of these prosperity preachers, that's what they do. Uh one of the biggest scammers ever was Creflo Dollar. Remember back uh a couple years ago, Creflo, he needed all of his parishioners to give him, I think it was like three hundred and something dollars. And if mm-hmm. all of them would have did it, he would have got a sixty five million dollar jet. Mm-hmm. Um well, his scamming ways haven't stopped because he wasn't making enough money as a televangelist and a mega church pastor in Georgia. Um, now, his real name is Michael Smith. I didn't know that. Uh, but he asks, he's asking people to pay him to teach online Bible study sessions. Um, and there's a YouTube video. Let me see how long is it. I might play it for y'all. See, we got our technology game popping, y'all. And so I might can play this. <coughs> Excuse me, got a little something in my throat. Pause. Um, yeah, I'm gonna play this video <laughs> so y'all can hear. It's a little lengthy, but bear with me, y'all. I'm excited to know that so many of you are getting a hold of this Grace Life message, and that your lives are being changed for the better because of it. To help you get an even better understanding of how to live a life of joy and abundance that the Grace Life offers. I would like to take this opportunity to share a practical example of how to empower your life with an understanding of the grace message. Let's use an example you all are familiar with. You have a bank account, a a need arises, so you access the funds in that account to pay a bill, pay for dinner, or to purchase something nice for yourself. We know in order to access the account, you need a couple of things. You either need the bank account information or the bank card. What the fuck Without the about? account information or the bank card, you will not be able to access the funds contained within it. So many of us are living our lives with unmet needs, although God is already freely giving us access to his heavenly account to, to make those withdrawals. This Grace Life message is about providing you with the access, which is understanding of God's word. Listen, understanding God's word enables you to receive all all of the abundant provisions, resources, and promises that are available through Jesus' finished work on the cross. So today, I want to invite you to become a student of grace and join me and thousands of others in the Grace Life Academy. I encourage you to start your 30-day free trial. Take this course and many others to learn how to unleash the power of God's word in your life. 
Are you interested, uh, Courtney, in your thirty day free trial? Hell fuck no. For Grace Academy. I, almost, I, thought, I thought I thought it was I was coming it was my time. You know at the end of Sanford and Summer or not even at the end, he always be grabbing his heart and he was going home. Mm-hmm. I thought I was going home just not. That was just that was just complete utter misery. So Creflo wants you to withdraw $19 a month from your heavenly account to receive all of the abundant provisions, resources, and promises that are available through Jesus' finished work on the cross. Um, uh, Courtney, he wants you to become a, a, a student of grace and join him and thousands of others in the Grace Life Academy for only $19.99 a month. Don't, don't you have title, Courtney? Do you have title? I don't. You don't have title? Maybe Apple Music? No. It don't matter what I got. I ain't got. I ain't doing that. How much is your Apple Music? Five dollars and forty-eight cents. Five forty-eight for music for an, an unlimited uh, amount of music, but for the price of nineteen ninety-nine, <laughs> you can get unlimited <laughs> life in the glory of God. <laughs> because Apple <Bruh>. Music <laughs> doesn't doesn't compare. <laughs> to that fruit of life <laughs> from the word of Christ. <laughs> Can I get amen? Brandon. Can I get amen? <laughs> Hell no. I'm not doing this shit with you. I don't want no pastor. Mm. 19.99 y'all. Right there on your cell phone. On your tablet. Mm, I can't get them high notes. It's late y'all. Yes. Uh, but that's my scam of the week, nineteen ninety nine. I know motherfuckers who give Bible studies for free. Mm. <laughs> yes. Um. But yeah, that was uh. That was my scam of the week, y'all. Did you see that video of the teacher whooping that Mexican? You know huh? Oh, go ahead. Oh, go, ahead. go ahead. What were you saying? I was going to say I know a lot of men. Or guys that are, they always say, and they're older guys, and they just be like, "Whenever I retire from work, I'm gonna open up me a church. I'm gonna go into bit that the one of the best businesses ever because everybody want to give everything they got to God. They don't give a damn that God ain't or what hasn't been given to them. They'll go broke behind the church. Mm-hmm. Yep. Period. And they won't support their sister that's trying to take care, make an honest living. They won't do nothing else, but yeah, they gonna well, they support so- their they sister that's trying to they sister that's giving an honest living they ain't got everlasting life. Oh, oh nigga, please. We finna go. Go on to the next story. Uh did you see that video of that uh teacher whooping that student's ass uh, in music class? Yes, 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 that is. Well, uh his name is uh Marston Riley. Uh he's raised more than a hundred thousand dollars uh via GoFundMe page created in his honor. Um Uh, since he was arrested, he was arrested, I think, last uh, Friday before last. Um, students and members of the community have come forward in support of the music teacher at Maywood Academy High School. Um, according to the Los Angeles Times, the incident took place after a 14-year-old student threw a basketball at the teacher and slotted, shouted racial slurs. Uh, Riley, who was black, asked the student to leave several times before punching him in the face. Um, yeah, he was calling him nigger and all kind of shit like that, and you're not gonna do that, little Mexican boy. Uh, yeah, he went to jail. He was released on a fifty thousand dollar bail. Um, he'll be arraigned November thirtieth. Um, but I don't know though, man. L.A. got some shit going on. Um, so yeah, that's what happened with that story. Um, but 
you used to well, you about to move from the West Coast, but I know you noticed them uh, wildfires that going on out there. You see that shit? I, I did, I did, and um, you know, the ecosystem always gonna tell you when some shit ain't right, and some shit just really not right in, in California. You know, I was thinking today, like it's been raining here for like the past three days or whatever. And I'm like, damn, I know they just wish they had just a day of this shit. I'm sure. And and because, you know, after Labor Day, it started raining every day in Washington. Every single day. Hell, when I was in Texas this past weekend, there was a cold front and it rained them almost every day I was mm. there. But you know where it never rains? California. Southern California. You might be too young for that song right there, Courtney. I was in grooving. Excuse oh, you. Excuse me. Mm. Don't talk for me because you love to do that shit. Pause. Um, <sighs> have you ever heard of nigger fishing, Courtney? I have not. I'm really interested to know what this is. I think I am anyway. I feel like you're going to upset me. Oh, yeah. You're about to get upset. So <laughs> go ahead and get your woosah on. I saw this on Facebook a few days ago. Um, white women and Instagram models, they're currently trying to become more beautiful by using makeup. To turn themselves into guess what? Brandon. Guess. I know you're gonna tell me about black women. Yes, they about trying to turn themselves into niggas. Uh and a lot are currently being exposed for having been white all along. Um there's a something currently happening where white women are being outed for having pretended to be black women all the t- all this time. The term to this it's caught with it. Not that they changed it to black fishing, but when I saw, I saw nigger fishing. Hashtag nigger fishing. Um, they're being exposed for using every single method from makeup to extreme tanning, getting their hair braided, cornrows, locks, all sorts of black women hairstyles. They try and become the originators for uh, the IG baddie culture and to look beautiful. Um, There's a whole bunch of pictures of these white women. Um, Putting on all of this makeup and looking like light skinned black women. Um, cornrows and all kind of shit, you know. I'm sick of them already. Getting thick. This one girl, damn, she look like a light. She look like she a mixed black girl that was in the, uh, what's that show that come on Netflix um, and then college? Oh, Dear White People. She look like the girl of Dear White People. Mm. Damn. Let me stop looking at it. This is a damn shame. <laughs> and like they have, I don't know if y'all, just just look up hashtag black fishing, but y'all will see some of these uh, pictures of these imposters. I mean, and they white, white too, but then these pictures, they look like light-skinned black women. Curly hair and shit. Damn, that bitch right there. Look good, uh, Brandon, get your way out of that. Huh? Get out of it. Oh, you heard that? Oh, my bad. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Um, so, yeah, that was something going on um now do you have any like uh anything for our segments because all of my segment shit is gonna run into this voting news that you know been going on so you got anything for our segments one second because all the rest of the stories are referring to uh voting and shit I'm trying to get in the pocket really quick. Do, 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 do. Mm-hmm. With 
Three. Okay. So, uh, we doing what the fuck? Were you thinking first? Do whatever you want to do, cause all of mine. Okay, yeah, cause this is the only one I got some fire. Okay. So my story for what the fuck? What, what the fuck were you thinking? Excuse me. Happened in Georgia, mm-hmm. where a rental car was returned with guns, drugs, and ski mask in the trunk. <coughs> mm. Police found what they're calling a robbery kit in the trunk of a rental car that someone returned. Employees at an Enterprise rental car in... I always forget how to say this part of Georgia. Smyrna. At, yeah, Smyrna. I was like, hmm. What were you going to say? say Smyrna? Smyrna. You going to say Smyrna? Smyrna. 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 In Smyrna. <laughs> were cleaning a car someone had brought back and found... Two nine millimeter handguns, an airsoft air pistol with a silencer, two black ski masks, several rolls of duct tape, and drugs. Mm. That's a. Oh, what? I'm sorry. Um, Channel 2's Taisha Fernandez was in Smyrna's was in Smyrna where she learned that the renter has a lengthy criminal history. We are not naming the suspect because the police haven't charged him with anything. Police told Fernandez they are investigating and want to make sure the person whose name is on the rental agreement is the same person who rented the car. Fernandez also talked to officials at Enterprise who said they were shocked to discover what was in the car. They said they immediately called the police to collect everything as evidence. I would have kept uh, the drugs. Lord, Brandon. What? If it's the cocaine, fine, I'll sell it. If what? it's crack, I'll sell it. Weed, give it away. So you ain't going to sell the weed, but you going to sell the crack? Nah. I know too many people who smoke weed. I would have kept them guns. I don't know. I wouldn't have kept them guns. Them guns probably got bodies on them, though. <clears throat> but yeah, I definitely would have kept the drugs. It says, uh, the fine makes some Smyrna residents nervous. That's scary. That's scary. You're almost thinking, like, what did they do and to who? Sheila Kirk said, careless. If you're going to do something, it's kind of weird, isn't it? Mm. Um, I just want to know, what the fuck were you thinking to leave the evidence in the damn car? They probably just trying to bring it back by 2 o'clock and was rushing. That's all. You gonna rush so much that you ready to go to jail? I mean, you nope. might as well just pay. You might as well just pay the little forty two dollars for the car for the extra day versus go to jail. Probably had to run to the gas station and fill it back up. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I agree. Because you know like, they do charge damn near four dollars for gas if they fill it up. They sell mm-hmm. where it could be two dollars or something. But mm-hmm. now you being you under investigation and about to go to jail. Oh yeah, your, your ass going to jail. <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm like Miss Sheila. What was you going to do, and who was you going to do it to? Tell me the plan, because we already know part of. We know you was going to get into some fuckery. What, but where was you going to get into? Oh, they the kidnapped. Fuckery they at? kidnapped somebody. They kidnapped. Somebody. I know, because they said duct tape. At first, I was like, oh, they was just finna rob somebody. But when you say duct tape, duct tape only for kidnapping. Yeah, they tied somebody up and robbed their ass. <laughs> in the rental car? I'm like, not gonna do it in that my leaves fucking a car. paper trail. Like I'm so confused. If 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 they wouldn't have um left their shit in there though, nobody would have known. You know what I'm saying? Like 
Right, but also, what the fuck were you thinking to leave the the evidence in there? I don't know too many criminals that's just willing to leave the evidence behind and just get caught. I don't know too many of them. Mm-hmm. And I know criminals. Yeah. Anyway, that was my what the fuck were you thinking down there in Georgia. Just just, just turning themselves into the police, basically, is what they did by leaving that shit in there. But well, I digress. Well, I have one. Um, it's going to get into all of this voting news. Um, this happened in the South also, down in Mississippi. Uh, Mississippi man, he went viral this week uh, for his choice of clothing while voting. Um, he now finds himself without a job. Uh, while casting his ballot Tuesday, Clayton Hickey was photographed wearing a T-shirt emblazoned, emblazoned with a Confederate flag, a noose, and the words... Mississippi Justice. The picture spread across social media, garnering national attention. Uh, Mississippi election officials say there are no rules or laws on the books that prevent Hickey from wearing that shirt inside a polling place. But it's crazy that you can't wear a shirt that like endorses a candidate, but he can wear that. Um, right, I agree. Hickey, a resident of Olive Branch, Mississippi, worked as an EMT at Regional One Health. When contacted Wednesday, the hospital said... They were aware of the photograph and they were investigating. Uh, by Thursday afternoon, Regional One Health announced Hickey's termination with the following statement. Uh, Regional One Health is committed to safe, secure, and comfortable work environment for our patients, guests, employees, and medical staff. All, educa- all allegations of inappropriate behavior and violations of trust involving employees are reviewed and investigated. We take this process seriously and are committed to following all necessary steps to verify the truth. On October 7, 2018, we became aware of a photo circulating on social media of an individual identified online as an employee of Regional One Health. The Regional One Health Legal and Human Resources team promptly began an investigation into this employee and to determine if these allegations were real and accurate. Uh, as of the day, November 8, 2018, we have completed our investigation and what we learned led to the termination of the employee in question. Uh, it's a whole lot of stuff, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Hickey previously worked as a Memphis police officer until resigning in 2010 after being caught with an underage girl and alcohol in his car. Hmm. Mm. <clears throat> and they went to his house uh, last Thursday night for comment, but they didn't get an answer. So uh, I don't know what the fuck were you thinking. Um, I mean, I know you're racist. Uh, right. Clayton I know that I know you think that in Trump's America you can do just about anything that you want to do but you weren't thinking about somebody taking your fucking picture and putting it on social media I think it's they don't, they don't even care that they are rapidly losing their jobs and or being posted and going viral for the wrong thing they don't care they don't care nothing <clears> about <throat> that and they definitely got life real fucked up in Trump's America cause I wonder if, if like, if it's going to become a point where, like, uh, you know, it's something else we didn't talk about either, and this brought it back up, but, um, and that just goes to show that these types of things are, like, we're getting numb to them, but it was a uh, a mass shooting at a nightclub, um, I think it was in Thousand Oaks, California. Yep, yep, mm-hmm, yeah. Where, like, 12 people got killed by a guy with a handgun, like an ex-Marine or whatever that suffered mm-hmm. PTSD, but, like, you know, it that ain't big news no more. You know what I'm saying? Nope. Like, it was gone over just that thing. And so people really don't care about it. I wonder if like like shit like this 
eventually people won't care like whether or not it goes viral or not. And I wonder if like these people eventually just gonna stop losing their jobs or whatever. Like I, I, I was thinking that happen. too. Are people gonna stop losing their jobs because they're gonna feel like okay, too many people are losing their jobs. We need people to fill these positions. So now this is not gonna be a thing anymore. My only thing is part of me feel like that will happen simply because um it's Caucasians that are being affected because they're the one out here acting like they don't know how the fuck to act. But also, I feel like it can't because the pressure is going to keep being applied. Mm. Like, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, people yeah. get like relentless whenever they want something done. And when you don't give the masses what they want, they just keep at it. So I don't think any corporation or business or whatever is interested in all of the badgering that would be that they would endure if they left someone on their staff oh yeah because even if even if people like really didn't care anymore but uh they like the heat would still come and they, they won't mm-hmm. want to damage their business or whatever like that so yeah yeah they don't people think about their bottom <laughs> down their bottom dollar period and if this is going to bring too much negative press and then they start noticing declines in um in money even if it's five dollars they're gonna be like now nah, you're gonna have to get your ass up out of here you ever uh like ran for anything like student council or whatever no no okay okay um uh, you know, if you do shit like that, you compete any kind of competition, you would hate to lose. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think the worst person to lose to is a dead person. You right about that, and that's what happened in Nevada. Remember, um, mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago we talked about Dennis Hoff, the guy that oh um, brothel man on yeah he owned the Bunny Ranch, he owned the brothel, um, and he had that re- reality TV show on uh, HBO. Um, well, at the time of his death, he was, um, running for, uh, um, uh, what was he running for? Uh, he was running for the 36th assembly district in, uh, in Nevada. Well, he defeated the democratic, uh, educator, uh, Alicia Romanov, um, on the six, was it the six? No, the voting day was the six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he beat her after he died. Um, and so uh, county officials will appoint a Republican to take his place in the seat. Um, and of course, he was found dead October sixteenth on his seventy sixth birthday. Blah blah blah. I thought that was real strange though that he won, even though he um died. <clears throat> um, the only thing that let me know is that um they they serious about that supremacy that white supremacy unless i was just thinking that too but unless um unless he just uh people just voted like just straight ticket you know what i'm saying just straight republican and it's more than oh true you know what i'm saying they say in 2016 he ran for office as a libertarian but he lost um and this year he ran as a Republican. He earned the backing of Donald Trump, associate Roger Stone, and tax cut activist Grover Norquist. So maybe it was the fact that he ran as a Republican. Because um, 
I mean, rep- most Republicans are uh, conservative and they ain't really with that, uh, you know, prostitution shit. So maybe just him getting on their ticket might have been the reason why he won. Mm. But yeah, that was some voting news. Uh, in other voting news, um, speaking of jobs and losses, um, in Kentucky, there was a, um, this at, I want to say in 2016, there was a lady, her name is Kim Davis, and she was a um a clerk at, at a courthouse. And she became um famous, well famous or infamous, however you want to say it, because she refused after a gay uh, marriage, you know, rights became law or whatever, um, she refused to issue marriage licenses after the um su- su- Supreme Court uh ruled for marriage equality that yeah, in twenty fifteen. So she became like a, a Republican like, you know, they a lot of Republicans went down there and backed her and all kind of shit like that. Um, and her job was um, an elected job or whatever. So, you know what I'm saying? She she just wasn't in that job until she got fired or whatever. And she lost her job uh, due to the election. So uh, now some gay people can go and get married without um, having to worry about Cam Davis. Mm-hmm. You know Carry your ass on, girl. Bye. Yeah, go somewhere else, Cam Davis. Um, let's see what else happened. She should have known that was coming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now you just left Texas. This old, this old Courtney Texas uh thing episode or whatever. Um, did you hear about the Houston nineteen? Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Come on, beautifuls, come on. Yeah, uh, while a record number of women were projected to win House seats in Tuesday's midterm elections, um, a local judicial uh, race in Houston, Texas, brings even more great news. All 19 black women who ran for various judicial seats in Harris County won their races last night. Uh, Well, this is an old story, y'all, so just bear with me. Marking the single biggest victory for black women in the county's history. Um... Yeah, it was 19 black women who all won uh, seats as judges. Um, they were voted in, too. Um, it says that women of color make up less than 20% of the state judges. Um, while county judges don't quite have as much jurisdiction in most states, um, they have important local responsibilities, including a slew of election procedures, signing off on bail amounts and jury selection. Um <clears throat> So yeah, shout out to the um Houston nineteen, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They came through Black Girl Magic. And I wanna say they say Houston's like the third or that county's like the third largest county or some shit. I don't know. But yeah, shout out to them. Um very historic. Um and they said that uh it's another article I saw that said that uh progressives unseated all fifty nine Republican judges. Up for re-election in Houston, in the midterms. So, even I know there were uh, it was um, it was a governor's race by that that one guy that he was talking, you know, what I'm saying about uh, kneeling and shit. He got he got he went viral or whatever. His name was Beto O'Rourke. Um, he but he did lose to Ted Cruz. But <clears throat> even though he lost, you know, what I'm saying it's a whole lot of new judges and shit. Well, it's fifty nine altogether. I mean. So that's an extra forty. That's progressive. So you know, maybe that'd be good. The niggas who get go to court, and they won't get those stiff sentences. 
Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, there was a lot of other firsts in uh, you know, that came about because of the election. Um, uh, Ayanna Presley, she was uh, she's the first black woman in Massachusetts Congress. What fucking year is this? Uh, Marsha Blackburn, first woman elected to Senate in Tennessee. Another what fucking year is this? Uh, Jared Polis, the first openly gay man elected to governor. Yes, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Johanna Hayes, Connecticut's first black woman in Congress. Jesus, what fucking year is this? Uh, Mm -hmm. Deb Halen and Sharice Davids, America's first Native American women in Congress. This is their fucking country. How did ah shit? Like I said, it's a whole bunch of first. Uh, Veronica Escobar, mm-hmm. Veronica Escobar, hmm. Sylvia Garcia. Uh, there's Texas's first Latinas in Congress. Come on, man, that's their land. That used to be mm, anyway. Uh, Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar, America's first Muslim women in Congress. Uh, Assalamu alaikum. Uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, America's youngest woman elected. That's that. That's not a first though. I don't, why they got that on here? Uh, Christy Noem, first female governor of South Dakota. A lot of firsts. Oh, I'm almost finished, so I can read the rest of them. Because <laughs> I was about to stop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Cindy Axney and Abby. Oh God, this is the fucking whitest name ever. Abby Finkenauer. Iowa's first women in US House Senate. I mean US House, excuse me. And Janet Mills, the first female governor of Maine. So shout out to all of these first, um, especially the ones of color and the Muslims and the natives. I'm just appalled about a native one though. Deb Halen and Sharice Davids. The first Native American women in Congress. And, I mean, they Native fucking Americans. How are they the first? Uh, anyway, y'all get y'all get what I'm saying. Yes, we, we track. Yeah. It's so saying. weird. Speaking of Muslims, uh, me and my friend was in Cheddar's. Mm-hmm. And that's and a restaurant for y'all that don't know. Anyway, go ahead. He said, what? I said, that's a restaurant for them that don't know. Oh, right, right. Okay, yeah. yeah. So we were in Cheddar's, and we were sitting in the bar area, and she had her hair tied up that day, uh, you know, wrapped is what we call it. And it set, uh, I don't want to say high like it was dramatic, but it wasn't like some people get have their hair wrapped, and it's like a bun to the back or a bun in the front. It just set up high. And I, this ca- old Caucasian guy at the bar, he looked like he was definitely like 60s and 70s. Mm-hmm. Um, he was sitting at the bar, heavy set, and I noticed him look looking at us when we came in. Oh, God. Uh, and we were just sitting there. By this time, we order our appetizer and our drinks, and we just talking, and he gets up to leave. And he kind of like bump, it's like a bump push. Like, my friend, like, moved. And at first, we were like, well, well, excuse you. And then we looking behind her, like, 
let's see, like, where is Cher at? And they were like, because, you know, he heavy set. Like, maybe her chair was a little far back, and it was really an accident, you know. Her chair was all the way up. He had more than enough room. So then she was like, with his coward ass, like, he a punk. And we were just trying to sit there like, why the fuck would he bump her? And whenever, like, you know, he looked back, He's definitely looking back like he did something. Like, he just felt like he done did something. And we were sitting there like, but why the fuck you bump us, though? Like, why, 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 why? And I looked over at my friend, and I looked up, and then she just looked at me. She was like, it's because my hair wrap. He think I'm Muslim. He thinks he had on a hijab. Mm-hmm. That's what he think it is. Because he don't fucking know culture, and it's not what it was. But even still, like, so if it was, and it was someone... You were still gonna like push them anyway, like how rude and how like entire. And you think that's okay? And because this Trump's America, mm-hmm. I, I you know I read something that was saying they got the um, Titanic coming back and it's going to take the same route as it did back in the day and it's built exactly the same. And I, I, I and I, I want all the Caucasians to board their ass up on the Titanic and go. I've been wanting to say that for a very long time. Mm. Yeah. Uh yeah. And all the black people, if y'all go on the Titanic, you're gonna be on the bottom. Let me tell you something, black folk. Now I love y'all. Y'all know I love us. Even when I don't like y'all. Don't y'all take y'all ass on no goddamn Titanic. Y'all stay your ass right here. Lead that. You see what happened last time you got on the fucking boat. <laughs> um Brandon. Yeah. Y'all we finna go. Yeah, we finna go. <laughs> I can't. I can't even do shit with Brandon tonight. I can't. Yeah, I'm coughing and shit. But uh, <clears throat> yeah. Um, we want to thank y'all for listening. We sorry that we late. Um, <laughs> we are sorry. Yeah, we sorry that we late. But hey, life happens. You know. Better late than never. Well, y'all be out here living. I, we want to live too. So every now yeah. and then we have things that come up on Sundays, and we have to live through it, and then we come back at some other time. Yeah, y'all, y'all be living y'all life. I see some of y'all on social media living y'all lives. With y'all, Me too. I see. I be like, okay. With y'all, children. I want to live. And shit. Um. So shout out to y'all. Shout out to uh, shout out to Britain. She sent me a podcast. That I wasn't aware of. She sent she sent me a podcast to listen to today, so I'm gonna check that out. About, about uh, Aaron Hernandez, the, the the murderous football player that was a New England Ooh, Patriot. Oh, send it to me. <clears throat> send it to me. You know I love. I murderers. got you, bitch. Um. <laughs> what? What? You heard what I said what? just now? No, I didn't hear you. What you said? You hear it in the playback. It'll be it'll be more more juicy if you hear it in the playback. But yeah, Have me texting your ass. I'll send it to you. Um, yeah, shout out to her for sending me that. Uh, but yeah, I guess we can uh, get up on out of here. Thank y'all for listening. Um, get was- on up, get on up, stay on the scene. Get on. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Um, leave us y'all comments, your questions, your uh, concerns, or whatever at djbladeshow at gmail dot com. Um. Check out the the Defy Life uh, page uh, website at goldefylife.com. Oh, and be on the lookout, y'all. I'm going to be on this trivia show tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? I don't know when they're going to put it out, but I'm going to be on the trivia show. I just want to let y'all know I'm going to represent for the hood. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to win that shit. 
For all win the that smart shit. That's what niggas. you do. For all the smart hood niggas, I'm about to win this shit. Um, but yeah, I'll let y'all know when that is going on or whatever, when they put it out. Um, yeah, hit us up on social media. Courtney, let them know your, uh, where they can find you. You can find me at lovecurls underscore on Instagram. And I be on Twitter a little bit. Lovecurls three underscores. Yeah, I remember that. And uh, you can find me on Instagram, BP McCoop. And uh, be sure to rate and review us. Uh, give us them five stars because we need it. We need five stars, y'all. Um, we do. Y'all help us. We love y'all. Yes, 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 yes. Shout out to Brown Skin. I ain't forgot about you. Lord. <laughs> we about to go so hard, y'all. Bring the outside of control. And I, I'm not equipped with the strength. Shout out to, to Brown Skin to- and shout out to New York. Hmm. See you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. <laughs> All right, y'all. It's your boy, Be Easy. And I'm Courtney. And we out. Peace.